This is an AI Group podcast. Tips and traps in the vaccine rollout. Today we'll be looking into various workplace aspects of vaccinations, including the vexed issue of mandating. To discuss these issues, I'm joined by Stephen Smith, AI Group's Head of National Workplace Relations Policy. I'm Tony Melville, Head of Corporate Affairs at AI Group. This podcast is provided with the support of the Commonwealth Government, represented by the Fair Work Ombudsman. So we'll just go through the various issues associated with the with the vaccination. And um, the first one that, that we get most questions about, I think, is can you make vaccinations mandatory for your employees? Well, there are some legal issues here and there are also some practical issues. At the present time, not every employee has access to a vaccination. So in a practical sense, most employers won't be able to mandate the vaccines. But uh, when uh, vaccination becomes widely available to employees, the issue will come down to would it be lawful and reasonable to direct an employee to have a COVID vaccination? And in addressing that issue, there are common law rights, there are uh, work health and safety laws, relevant provisions of the Fair Work Act, you know, anti-discrimination laws and uh, a range of other relevant issues. So it, it is a bit of a minefield. Could, could they make, could the government, either federal or state, and who would it come from, state or federal, make a public health order that was pretty broad and covered a lot of industries, or would it really just be health workers? Um, they do have the power, federally and at the state level, to issue a public health order making COVID vaccinations mandatory, but there aren't any of those orders yet. There are some orders in place dealing with flu vaccinations in uh, aged care. So that's one step that most state governments have have taken. But this issue of mandating COVID vaccinations through public health orders will be an issue to watch over the months ahead. Okay. And another issue is around work health and safety obligations and vaccinations. So what's the advice that comes on that? What obligations have you got to make sure people are vaccinated or to make sure that it's a COVID-safe environment? Well, the the central proposition is that employers need to provide a safe and healthy workplace to the extent that that's practicable. So certainly they need to uh, protect employees through uh, social distancing, good hygiene and the other practices that are very well known to address uh, COVID-19 risks. The issue of whether you could use vaccinations to protect employees is is a lot more fraught because even though there's a lot of evidence that vaccinations uh, stop the person being vaccinated becoming uh, seriously ill or dying, there's a lot less evidence about whether it is effective in preventing transmission from Uh, the person vaccinated to others. So uh, the federal regulator, Safe Work Australia, has said that an employer should not rely on vaccinations as uh, a way to keep employees safe. The other measures are are important. There's also some pretty clear advice from the Fair Work Ombudsman on whether an employer can require its employees to be vaccinated. What are the 
key issues that the FWO raises? Well, the FWO goes to this issue that I mentioned before about it being a lawful and reasonable direction. And in looking at what is lawful and reasonable, you've got to look at the circumstances of the employer and the circumstances of the employee. So, for example, if the employer is in the uh, aged care industry or the meat processing industry or, or an industry that has some special characteristics uh, that may be relevant, then, you know, that's going to be potentially quite different to an employer in the manufacturing industry, the construction industry, the clerical areas, etc. The other issue goes to the circumstances of the employee. Um, you know, an aged care worker, uh, it, it may well be uh, lawful and reasonable in some circumstances to direct that employee to have a vaccination. But if there was evidence that that employee is likely to have an anaphylactic reaction by having the vaccination, then of course that wouldn't be reasonable or, or lawful. Yeah, what about, um, so I guess what you're saying is if you're a biscuit factory or something with, you know, with lots of space between workers, it'd be pretty hard to put up a case to, to say it was reasonable to make workers get vaccinated or yeah, know, the, some of the other issues. The Fair Work Ombudsman and Safe Work Australia have both said that it will be the exception, not the rule. There would have to be something special about the characteristics of a workplace to justify mandating. The average workplace wouldn't meet the relevant tests. Okay, we've got a number of cases as well that you know go back to issues around mandating the influenza vaccine. There's a, a couple of those um, that you might wish to highlight, you know, cases of unfair dismissals related to vaccines. Yes, the, just in the last six months or so, there have been four decisions of the Fair Work Commission relating to issues around mandating flu vaccinations. Um, the key things about these four decisions are that they relate to circumstances where where the employee concerned was dealing with vulnerable people. So two of the cases were in aged care and two of the cases were in childcare. So it's not um, a circumstance where there's not close contact between the employee and the, uh, and the clients and so on of the, the business. So that's one issue. Uh, in three of the four cases... Uh, the Commission has upheld the uh, dismissing of an employee who refused to have a flu vaccination. In the other case, it was a jurisdictional issue and the Commission made uh, some comments along the lines that it may well be reasonable to dismiss someone who refuses a flu vaccination. But bearing in mind that two of those cases are about aged care and there are public health orders in place requiring vaccinations for a lot of aged care workers. The other two cases related to good start early learning in a, a childcare environment. Okay. And there's, a, there's another case involving Alliance Aviation's mandatory vaccination policy, and that's gotten to the media fairly recently. What are the issues there? Yeah, this is an interesting one because there was quite widespread coverage of this business's 
policy uh, to mandate vaccinations. Um, it, it's an aviation business that's involved in aviation in the mining industry, you know, flying employees out to mine sites and so on. And it was reported in the national papers that the companies implemented a mandatory COVID vaccination policy. The chief executive of the business was quoted in uh, the national papers as saying that uh, he's obtained legal advice and uh, believes that the policy is sound. There were also some union officials quoted in those articles um, commenting that the unions are reviewing their position. Now, what we could expect to see over the months ahead is a lot more of these types of cases where businesses decide in their circumstances that they're going to mandate. and uh, No doubt this will become an issue that does get tested in the courts and in the Commission. I guess it would be different if it is mandated, but there's also privacy considerations, aren't there? Privacy law considerations. And you could say to me, if you've been vaccinated, and I could fairly say none of your business could not. Well, the, the Privacy Commissioner has issued guidelines around uh, privacy considerations. And what the uh, guidelines say is that it, in most circumstances, will not be reasonable for an employer to uh, require disclosure of vaccination status. That the employer must only collect vaccination status information if the employee consents and the collection is reasonably necessary. So again, it highlights uh, that employers need to tread carefully with this whole issue of uh, either mandating uh, vaccine, vaccinations or um, collecting information about whether or not people have been uh, vaccinated. It's, uh, as I mentioned, quite a, a minefield. One important development that has happened is with all of this debate about mandating, um, the Health Minister, Greg Hunt, made some comments on the 31st of May and then there are also some comments by the Prime Minister on the 4th of June saying that National Cabinet um, has decided in principle that it would be a good idea to mandate uh, COVID vaccinations for aged care and disability workers and that they're minded uh, that that should happen. But they've referred the issue off to an expert committee of the federal and state public health officers to give them updated advice on, on this. So um, there may be some developments uh, shortly on, on this whole issue. Among the key considerations and the risks, uh, we talked about unfair dismissal as general protections, anti-discrimination legislation, just mentioned before about the privacy. So who's responsible if an employee suffers an adverse reaction where the vaccine has been mandated? Yeah, this is a really grey area. Uh, you know, if an employer doesn't mandate, um, then, you know, there's obviously a, a much lower risk there. But if an employer is directing its employees to have the COVID uh, vaccination and the employee suffers, you know, severe health effects like blood clots or an anaphylactic reaction, whatever it might be, and becomes seriously ill or, or even uh, dies in an absolute worst-case scenario, then that becomes really fraught. And it's one of the reasons why 
not many employers so far uh, appear to be contemplating going down this path of mandating. Well, I did hear uh, the Health Minister Hunt say that employers wouldn't be in, get into issues or have risks around this, but as you say, it's the case law is yet to come through, so it's, it's easy to say that, but it's not necessarily been tested yet. Right. Yeah, and as I mentioned, there's a big difference between an employer, say, encouraging employees to have the vaccination versus directing them to do it. So if it's an encouragement, then, uh, you know, that's a lot less risky from that perspective than an actual uh, direction. So um, now the Therapeutic Goods Administration has some strict guidelines as well for promoting drugs. And um, what are the key points there? Yeah, this is an issue um, of relevance when employers might want to promote, um, you know, their employees having the, the vaccine. There are strict uh, rules relating to the advertising of drugs. So an employer could encourage employees to have a COVID uh, vaccination, but saying to employees, you should go to this particular doctor's surgery and have this particular um, type of uh, vaccination that would, uh, you know, most likely offend these guidelines. So employers are much better off using government-produced materials uh, to promote the taking of the uh, vaccines rather than developing their own materials. There's plenty of material there from state and federal uh, governments about uh, the promotion of the vaccines. Okay, just a final issue. Uh, that I've heard of cases where people have taken a couple of days off after getting the vaccine and the unions are talking about saying that we need special leave. Is that right? And what are the, what, what's the response to that? Well, the ACTU has announced a claim, and that's all it is, for a couple of days uh, vaccination leave. Now, of course, um, if an employee goes to the doctor, has a vaccination and suffers ill effects from that, they get a fever, they, they're aching all over, whatever it might be, then the employee is sick, and that would fall squarely within personal carers leave entitlements. So there really isn't a need for um, this new type of leave that the ACTU has said that it wants, and there's no sign of employers in any significant way uh, agreeing to that claim. Okay, I think we'll wrap it up there. Now, any further questions? Now, the workplace email, they can email us at? Yes, at info um, at group. So any further questions there? Thanks once again to Stephen Smith. And that's all for now. See you next time.